You've got this and God's got you. If he leads you to it, he'll lead you through it. Welcome back to another episode of the Work Redefined podcast, where we talk to women who are doing it all, but doing it with faith at the forefront. We want to welcome those of you who are new to us. If you're new to our podcast community, we drop a new episode every Tuesday. I want to invite you to commit to your growth and development. Wouldn't it be cool if you listened to every episode this year and made an investment to grow in preventing your burnout and creating more peace and balance in your life? How can you do it? Simply just subscribe wherever you consume this content. Also, it's really important that you get our burnout prevention guide. Download the guide found in our show notes and we'll send you an email with all the information you need to be a part of our community of leaders. Now we're going to work really hard to give you high quality content. So if you like what you hear, do us a favor and share. And if it's helpful, post on it and share it with everyone you know. Now let's dive into new content with today's guest, Nadine Sweet. Nadine, thank you so much for being here with me today. I am so excited to have this conversation with you. Um, you guys, Nadine and I have known each other for like three years now, um, which is crazy. And she actually used to be my boss, which is something that's kind of funny. And now we're working together in so many different other ways. And now Nadine has actually been a part of a lot of our programs at the Burnout Prevention Project. And I'm really pumped up because she's joining a peer advisory group starting in June which is one of the best opportunities. So we're really excited to um, have her be a part of more things we're doing. So Nadine, with all of that, um, yeah, welcome. And why don't you just share a little bit more about you? Yeah, thank you, Grace. Um, yeah, and I had the honor of meeting Grace through um, our internship. So I was with Tight Machinery for 11 years as our digital marketing manager, graphic designer, kind of the jack of all trades. And with that, I hired on Grace to be my intern for a full summer and then a little beyond even as she was still mm-hmm. going through college. Um, so I've, I've been around Fargo-Moorhead all my life, uh, grow up in West Fargo, um, and my family is all still here. So I have been married for 12 years and I have two of the cutest little girls ever. The cutest, yes. Um, cutest, yes. <laughs> um, they're nine and two and a half, and they're the reason I have gray hair, but I love them to death. <laughs> um, and so I've just, um, I guess a lot of what Grace and I have um, kind of connected with, and even a little bit with Kelsey, is um, our faith and our, un- unconnect- or our connection to what we do for a living as well. Um, and so, yeah, I have done a few of the projects with uh, Grace and Kelsey and um, even joined in on the first Breakfast and Bibles, which was awesome. So oh, excited for the next one. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I think that's that's me that's in a nutshell. <laughs> so so literally everybody, you should really check out Nate. I mean, Nadine's kids are actually the cutest kids. I've been looking at all your pictures you post on Facebook and I am like, they are so cute. I don't understand, but they're so cute. Anyways, that's a side note, but um, so Nadine, I know you're kind of going through this big transition in your life right now, and yeah, you, like you said, you were at Titan Machinery for 11 years, and now you recently just started a new position. Yes. Uh, could you just tell us, yeah, a little bit more about that, and yeah. I'm interested to know 
like, how did you know that it was the right time to leave after being somewhere for 11 years? Yeah. So, um, having been with Titan for 11 years, I really, I enjoyed what I did. So I did a lot of our digital marketing and I knew that was something that I loved to do. Um, and really last year, 2021, um, was kind of one of the toughest years I've ever had to live through with, um, my mom getting sick and taking care of my mom. And I just, I gave all of all of myself to everybody else. And a big chunk of that was to my job. Um, and so I kind of kind of decided that maybe I needed something new. I needed a new connection, new network of people. Um, and that's really when I reached out to um, Grace and, and Kelsey and I went to that goal setting summit in January. And that really lit a spark in me like, what am I doing here? I don't really have a big network of people that I can uh, reach out to. So where do I even begin? Um, and it turned out a recruiter actually called me, which happens occasionally. Uh, and this time I was actually willing to listen and take the next steps with uh, more holding companies. So that's where I just started a uh, whole three weeks ago, or this is week three, I guess. So um, it, and once I met and went through that interview process, I could just feel um, that it was going to be a totally different work style, workplace. Um, and that was really intriguing to me because I had been with Titan for a very long time and I didn't feel like I could be strategic and really use all of my, um, my full energy in that position. I loved my team. I have some of the best teammates. Um, I got to build one of the most awesome teams in, in all the time that I've worked. So it was really hard to make that decision, but knowing professionally where was my next step, um, I knew it wasn't gonna be with Titan. Um, and so moving on to more holding company, really digging in deep, they really haven't had a digital anything um, in all of the time that more engineering and more holding company have been around. So um, it's been an interesting couple of weeks, just getting my feet wet and kind of getting uh, everything discovered, uh, which is also a big part of me. It's really, um, I love that strategic thinking, like how can we make this better? What can we do to improve upon this? And so I'm always a work in progress and I love a job that challenges me to, to learn and grow. Mm -hmm. Well, and obviously a job transition and even leaving somewhere, I mean, especially when you've been there for, I mean, that amount of time, it's scary because yeah. it's like, okay, you could, you're living something that's good for the hope that something's even better. Yep. Um, and I mean, it's just the fear that could really hold us back. And so I think that's why some people stay in jobs for longer than they really should, because it's, they're afraid of the unknown. Um, so, you know, how did you really lean into your faith during this time? And like, how was that a part of your decision-making? Oh, I prayed. I prayed every single day. <laughs> um, you know, one of the things that I started in 2021, or excuse me, 2022, just to kind of regroup myself was doing a daily devotional. Um, and I really leaned into that. And I really read scripture every day to kind of go, okay, this is, this is going to be the right thing. It's really one of the first times I've really felt God's major pull on me. Um, 
to do the hard thing, to do that scary thing. Um, and I had a meeting with Kelsey and she gave me this little worksheet of like, what are you doing? Um, what do you want to do? And, you know, I went through that little worksheet and I looked at it and I thought, why not? You know, this is, am I running, running to something better or um, running away from something? And I didn't feel like I was running away from something. Mm -hmm. um, so yeah, my devotional, a, a ton of praying, just asking my husband if I think this is going to be the right thing. It was a, mm -hmm. a ton of unknown, like you said. Um, but it was really one of those times I felt like, yeah, this is going to be a good move for me. Mm -hmm. um, if not, God, God's got my hands. So he's going to take me to the next step. So um, yeah, it was a big, a big pull for me. Mm -hmm. I like how you say that. I mean, God has your hands into the next step, even if this wasn't going to be something that uh, was the best decision, you know, that either way, because you have faith, you know, that either way he's going to guide you. Yep. in the right direction, no matter what. Um, yep. Yeah, that's so good. And I think also, you know, just starting your daily devotional and reading scripture every day, you're immersing yourself into the word and into the truth. And so God will always, he always uh, does little things where he puts little lights in your life where it's kind mm -hmm. of, okay, I hear you, I see you, but it's not until you actually give yourself the intentional time to let that happen. Um, cause it's really easy for that just to slide by because you're not intentionally learning or asking God to show you. Um, and I think that's something we have to remember, like we have to ask God, yep. he, he's not just going to give you little things. Like you have to be, you have to say, you know what, please show me. Show because me. He will, yeah. he will show you. Yeah. And you know, I've always been a faithful person, but really in this last year, um, really reading, um, and getting into a de devotional. And now I've even started doing just little Bible studies where I get into little parts of the Bible and figure out how those really um, f feel to me. Mm -hmm. It's been a completely different mindset for me as far as like what comes first. Well, one of the first things I do when I get to work is I read that one little devotional and I write my thoughts down and, and that act of devotion and journaling has really, really opened up my mind to a lot of new things, mm -hmm. things that I don't even remember being in the Bible. Like they pull out and I'm like, oh yeah, yeah that's right. Well, I feel like there's a theme that we talk about a lot in this podcast is the idea of, you said how, how it means to you, like, how does this scripture or how does this devotion, like, what does it mean to you? Mm -hmm. And I think that's like a topic that keeps coming up. And it's so interesting because, you know, when you think of your faith journey, like, everyone actually has such a different faith journey and everything, everything means so much, so many different things, people. And so I think that's such a good reminder that like, this is your journey. And this is like, this is my journey. This is your journey. And it's going to look so different for everybody around us, yeah. but not put that pressure on, well, this works for you. I should do this daily devotion every single morning because this works for you, but sh so it's going to work for me. And like, that's not how it works. Mm -mm. And so I think like, even like you said, I mean, you've tried different things and you've you've grown because you've had to like try different things and even these yep. studies and yeah it's so good well okay so you mentioned okay you said you get to work every morning and do this devotion how else I mean how is that working like how do you find yourself do you stick to it every single day what if you don't how have you really put that into your life and how else are you incorporating faith into your work day yeah so 
I'm, I'm going to be honest. No, I don't get to it every day. <laughs> um, it is a plan, but I've also realized I can't hold it against myself, right? Like this is something I've set forth, but sometimes when you get into work, you're running behind because if anybody's got children, they know leaving the house is like a 10 step process, maybe 30 on some days. Um, and so uh, I don't get to work right on time. And then I end up in a meeting or something like that. And if I can, I'll sneak it in some other time in the day. And if I don't, I don't hold it against myself either. Because mm -hmm. um, the journal and devotional that I've been working through is grace and gratitude. So mm -hmm. giving myself some grace mm -hmm. when I don't get it done. Um, and then just be thankful. I can still pray. I can still do those little things that help me through the day. Um, and so as far as uh, incorporating my faith into the workspace, you know, it's one of those things that not a lot of people want to talk about, um, but I'm not one to hide it. So with my, in my little cubicle, in my shrine to my children, um, I have some of my favorite Bible verses that are framed or like just sitting right there with it, like praise God from whom all blessings flow, um, he'll, he'll lead you to it. He'll, or he'll, yeah, if he leads you to it, he'll guide you through it. Mm. Um, and so some of those things that every day I look at him and I'm like, yep, he's, he's going to get me, get me through this. And it's interesting because after I went to breakfast in Bibles, um, you know, a couple of my coworkers were like, whoa, what was that? I'd really like to go. Well, then it like opens up that conversation mm. of, oh, you're a faithful person too, because you don't want to like infringe upon people at the same time. But um, yeah, I, I lead with my faith. I'm not afraid to wear my faithful t-shirts around. Mm -hmm. <laughs> uh, my new newest favorite is uh, it says warrior, 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 warrior. Mm. So, so yeah, going from a warrior to a warrior is really mm -hmm. important for me because that's probably my my biggest thing is I worry, mm -hmm. I worry about things I can't control. So just stop and take a deep breath. So yeah, I'm not afraid to, to show it. Mm -hmm. um, I just don't outwardly like ask people if that mm -hmm. makes sense. Mm -hmm. I kind of leave it so that they can ask me. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's also giving a little signs, like you said, like wearing shirts like that. And I talked about this in a different episode and how, you know, I think especially as women, we are, we are lucky because we can wear jewelry and we can do all these things. Yeah. I mean, like men can too, but like, you know what I mean? But like, I wear my, my uh, miraculous medal because so I leads people to ask me questions about it. Um, so it's amazing that you're so open about it. And I think a lot of people can learn from that because it's scary. If you, if you've never really been open about your faith or talked about it with people around you, but so you're, I mean, you've worked in the corporate America for, I guess, all your positions. I don't know how many, many of your positions yeah. have been corporate, but pretty much. Yeah. Yeah. So I think, and I've had a lot of conversations with people about the whole, well, I can't talk about it at work. We don't talk about things like that because it's just this unsaid thing that, you know, it will, it will be offensive to other people. Mm -hmm. So, okay. hundred percent. I get it. But what, like, what can we do? And I mean, obviously, like, what have you seen? And it's a challenge. And I know you said you don't like just reach out to people and talk about it, but how can we really work on making that, like closing that gap a little bit between faith and work and all of these things that are supposed to flow so well together, but don't? 
Mm -hmm. It's, it's interesting because I've often thought about, we always talk about work-life balance. Well, what's the difference between work faith balance, right? Like why, why do we have to hide that we're faithful people? Um, and faith looks different to everybody, right? It's not that, oh, I go to church every Sunday, therefore I'm a faithful person. Um, you know, it, it's all very different. When you come up to my computer, if you pulled my headphones out, I'd be listening to Christian music on my, mm -hmm. my headset, right? So all of those little things, I've, I don't know what the, the big, this is going to solve all the problems, right? Yeah. Um, but I think it's, it's almost more interesting to see, you know, like as coworkers get used to each other and know each other, that we are comfortable talking about it, right? And so my direct team now, I feel like I can actually talk to them about that because they happen to see something or saw something on social media and they're like, oh, good. Whew, Nadine, Nadine's a faithful person. We yeah. can talk to her about that. So I think it's, um, I think it's very interesting how um, that connection starts. And so I just, I think the more that we talk about it, show it and be it, um, it will become an easier thing. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you're so right. The, yeah, the more we talk about it and show it and be it. And I yeah. really like what you said about, so yeah, there's this work-life balance. And I honestly, we really don't like that term because there's no such thing. Everyone looks so different. So, and it's just yeah. like, it doesn't make sense. But anyways, mm -hmm. I like you said, like, yeah, what's the difference between work-faith balance? Mm -hmm. Like there's, it's just so, we don't have, like, that's not a thing people talk about, but, mm -hmm. um, and I think to, you know, just talking about your shirt that says worry, 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 or warrior, um, like if you're like the more that we worry about people knowing this part of our lives, like turn right. that into being a warrior for God and just like wanting to show his, show his glory. Because if you truly believe that he is all good and everything about him is amazing, like why wouldn't you want to share that with the people around you? Exactly. And yep. you, I just keep going back. And every time I have this conversation with people, I think, you know, what like could you imagine like can you imagine like who you could actually impact um what if there's somebody that just needs needs to hear some truth in their life needs to hear some good and by us by us not sharing like we're actually doing them a disservice and so i like truly yeah just being so open and sharing like you never know who you could reach exactly and i think that's um so one of the things that I like to do, and I think I told you about this before, but the little, um, so I sell Mary and Martha mm -hmm. um, products and they have all kinds of great little shareables and, and things like tear behinds or put them in little cards. I still believe in the art of a card <laughs> and uh, <laughs> writing little notes to people. And so I often stick those um, under the desks uh, or under the keyboards of some of my coworkers. I did at Titan anyway of like, mm -hmm you needed to see this, you needed to know this, you're, you are going to get through whatever is happening. Um, even if you're a non-believer, just reading that has to impact you in some way. Mm -hmm. And so whether you take it and decide to change your whole life or just take it and go, hmm, yeah, that, that really was something I needed to hear or needed mm -hmm. to do at that time. So. Mm -hmm. I didn't know, like, that's such a cool thing that you do because I mean, I hate to be like, 
what do you have to lose? You know what I mean? But like just sharing, because really like, you know, like we, we think God always provides. And it's like, why would he ever, why would he ever lead a conversation that would um, hurt you or uh, make me bad? And so really like, what do you have to lose about sharing your belief? And, and you know, it's, it's always, for me, it was always when someone was going through something tough, maybe they lost somebody or something like that. Mm -hmm. And just those few little words of encouragement. Um, You know, I lost my dad uh, almost four years ago now, Mm -hmm. and it was a complete sudden thing, Mm -hmm. massive heart attack, and he was gone. And, you know, everybody who shared a thought and just a little bit of anything with me at that point, still, still stands out to me. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know, he owned, he owned a trophy shop in North Fargo and I have met some of his customers after being there. Mm-hmm. And some of them, literally I was there for a week and I think I just hugged people when they walked in cause they were all, you know, just as shocked as we were. Mm-hmm. Um, but some of those people have led me to a whole different thought process about death. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, and that was a, that was a dark time when I was like, how could this happen to my dad? You know, and the more that I read, the more that I think, no, I think that was, it's meant to be like, he was called, that was his time. And, um, while I, I hate it, (laughs) um, I also know that, you know, he still lives on through me, um, and, and all of us. So, um, knowing that each little word people said to me that, week, week and a half. Um, it was really important for me now to be like, mm-hmm. yeah, I need to share with people that it is going to be okay. Mm-hmm. It's miserable. It's ugly. Mm-hmm. It's not fun, mm-hmm. but people are there for you. And, yeah. and so that's, what's really important for mm-hmm. me too. Well, and I think that's so cool because everyone will go through something like that in their life. Like everybody will. Like whether we like to believe it or not, we could pretend that everything is going to be sunshine and rainbows, but it's not. It's not. Everyone is going to have the time when they need somebody to be there for them and need someone to do the little things. Like the fact that you can just like be there for those people now because you did have that time already happen to you. So now, you know, like, Mm -hmm. in a way it does get better. Like it's not easy, but does get better. But here's like, I'm praying for you. And here's like a little bit of light. Mm -hmm. That's Mm -hmm. And I think, like you said, just all the little things just go so much farther. And like, I don't know, sometimes I think we think about faith. It has to be this big, elaborate oh, conversation. Yeah. It has to be all these things when you're talking to these people at work. But it's like, oh, what about just the little things? Like, hey, mm-hmm. hope we have a good day. Like, God bless. Yep. There you go. You know? Yep. Mm. Yeah. Well, I, I kind of want to ask you one more question, Aideen, and it's about... Yeah. Just because I've gotten to know like a little bit more your like your heart and how like how things are going for you this year. And I know you said, you know, 2021, just beginning of 2022 has been a complete like life change for you. And um I know you've been just the biggest giver. And like if everyone, anyone that knows you just knows like you just do everything for everybody else. And like as much as that's amazing, I think you you you've really been working on okay, what is it? What do I want? Like, what does this look for me? How can I take care of myself? Because um, it's kind of time for that. It's um, time. Yep. Tell us more a little bit, like why it's really important for you. Like, how did that transition happen? And how is that like flipping from being this giver and doing everything for everybody else to now? Okay, now it's my turn. And like, how have you navigated that whole thing? Well, I'm always a work in progress, but <laughs> um, you know, I just, 
I ended 2020, 2021 just exhausted. Like mm -hmm. I was tired, everything hurt. It just, it was one of those things when I looked back and I thought, what did I do this year? And I didn't have anything for mm -hmm. me to say, yeah, look what I did. And not that I need glory or anything like that, but at the end of the year, I'd like to say, oh, I at least read a book. <laughs> I didn't even do that last year. It was like um, a lot of things changed. And so, um, you know, it was it was really uh, a, a bunch of people that I talked with that were like, you need boundaries, like set those up and keep those and, and do things for you. And I've heard that for years because I'm somebody who just is a giver and I give, give, give. And it was finally like it clicked. And I was like, yeah, I, I do need to make sure I have clear boundaries with my kids when I'm going to be plugged in and when I'm not. And when I'm, you know, going to go out and have drinks with my girlfriends because mm -hmm. God darn it, mom needs that too. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> and then, you know, it was another big part of it is my mom's health. So my mom's health took a big toll on me in 2021 between many doctor's appointments. And, you know, I, I think it was really important for me to look back and go, okay, how can I manage this better and still manage um, myself? And so two of my big goals were to start reading a little bit each day. I already finished one book and I'm almost done with two for the year, which is more than I did in 2021. <laughs> Um, and, you know, another thing that I did was I started doing uh, massage like every two mm -hmm. weeks just to relax my body and give myself that one hour of time that I didn't care what anything else was happening. Turn off my phone and just relax. Um, and that's been life changing for me too, both physically and, and mentally too. It's mm -hmm. just like, that's, that's my time. Yeah. Um, and then the devotional is my other big one. So I'm on to my second devotional now for the year, which is a good thing. Um, yeah, so I just, it's just being intentional with my time. A lot of it too is if something's not filling me up and making me happy and really advancing me as a human, I've started to say no. Uh, and that's a big thank you to you and uh, Kelsey and the resilience multiplier and teaching me how to say no. <laughs> oh, I love um, it. It, you know, and it was just one of those things, like I look at it and I'm like, well, I've just always done it. Mm -hmm. Well, I don't always have to do it just because I've done it doesn't mean I have to do it. So um, there's definitely some, some movements in my free time now with uh, things that I've kind of cut out a little bit just to, mm -hmm to help make that time where I can snuggle up with my girls on the couch every day and mm -hmm. read a book or watch a movie or whatever. Like, mm -hmm. It really all is like you said, you know, setting boundaries and saying, no, we, we talk a lot about like what deserves your best. Yes. And um, I know you, we've had this conversation so many times, like what really deserves your best. Yes. And um, I, there's the quote that we always bring up and it's like the most loving thing you can do for those around you is to, to, lo to love yourself and take care of yourself. And so if you aren't doing that, everything falls to the wayside. Um, so, and that's just like, if you're not loving yourself, if you're not, you know, taking time to work on your faith, to mm -hmm. work on like your career, everything, if you're not taking that time to do the things that fill you up and make you a better person, how are you able to best be this, you know, person for everybody else you're trying to serve? Yeah. Uh, 
yeah, I mean, it's been so fun seeing you. Just like all the things you've accomplished, we've loved, we've loved it. And it's just, it, I think like, I like, it's almost like, I don't want to be like, you're a success story, but like, you know what I mean? Like it, it works, it works like putting boundaries and it does help. And um, I think it's just so important that we remember, like, don't give up, even though it's really, really hard because I'm guessing you can attest to this. It probably wasn't easy and you're probably still struggling every single day with saying no. Yeah, it, it's a struggle to say no, but knowing the Nadine that I was in January to the Nadine I am today, mm-hmm. it's very different. Um, and yes, I do feel like it's been a success, but it's still a work in progress. Like you said, I'm still a captain. Yeah. Oh, wait, let me think about that. Right. I'm going to say yes, but let me think because that might not be the best thing for me. Mm-hmm. Um, how much time is it going to take? Am I actually going to learn anything from it? That's a big one for me. Cause I'm, I'm, I'm number one learner, right? right. I like to learn things. Mm-hmm. Um, and if it's just that they need me because I know how to do it, that's not a big, big yes in my world mm-hmm. anymore. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Oh, it's so cool. It's it's <laughs> just like, and I we always talk, you know it's like it's scary to say no to things because you're like, oh, am I going to be missing out? But at the same time, like, there's so much power in saying no, but like, there's so much beauty in it too. Yeah. Um, and just once you actually align with your values and who you who you truly are and who like who truly God is calling you to be and who he, no. you know, he knows you are. That was a lot of words, but <laughs> you know what I mean? Um, yep. Like it just all aligns. Yeah, uh, it does. So beautifully. So, uh, well, this has been so amazing, Nadine. And I just truly thank you for this conversation. But before we all completely wrap up, um, as all of you know, I have to ask what your favorite, favorite Bible verse is and what it means to you. Yeah. So, um, this actually came from one of the scripture cards that I have. Mm. Um, so the front of it says, you've got this and God's got you. It's Philippians mm. 1, 6. So God who began the good work within you will continue his work until it's finally finished. Mm. And so kind of like I've talked about is I'm, I'm not finished. I'm not done. Um, but I know that God's hand is, is leading me in the right direction. Mm-hmm. Um, and so there's, there's a lot to be learned. And within that, I think God will show me the path and continue to work within me. So. Mm-hmm. Oh, he's got you. That's right? my favorite. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it's just so important to never lose sight of that either. And I think that, yeah. I mean, everything we talked about, I mean, you've obviously been through a lot. We've all been through a lot and like just having that at the forefront. And I think just like eating, starting the habit of prayer and starting the habit of your devotion and all these things, like just the constant reminder of he does have us. And no matter what, even if we fail, we fail, whatever failure, if that's even a thing, we never truly fail. But um, at these things, like it's fine. Like you've Mm -hmm. got it and God's got it. Like you can always get back on track and he's always just waiting there for you anyways. So, yep, exactly. So exactly. Well, this is so great. And um, before we wrap, I also want to invite all of you to our next breakfast in Bibles, which is what Nadine mentioned at the beginning. Um, We're hosting an event called breakfast in Bibles, and it's just for to bridge that gap between faith and work and life, because there's this gap that, um like we chatted about that's that's there and we're trying to get rid of that and so 
on July 29th is our next one. Um, so really excited. If you want to come meet, meet Nadine, she'll be there. Uh, <laughs> so come meet her and come check it out and see what it's all about. So we'll link that in the show notes. And I'll also link uh, Nadine's LinkedIn profile so you can connect with her, learn more about her. Uh, and I'll also put a little link to our women's retreat we are hosting in June. Um, I think Nadine's going to be there too. So she'll be there. And that's just a retreat to really figure out, you know, let's just reset, restart. It's June. Um, you know, we've all fallen to the wayside in, in what we really have wanted. And so let's just like realign with our, what we want and our goals. So join us for that. Join us for breakfast and Bibles in July and connect with Nadine and um, learn more about her. Thanks, Grace. Yes, absolutely. Thanks for being here with us, Nadine. You bet.